Hello, and welcome to another episode of Words of Wisdom, a podcast series dedicated to reflecting on the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. My name is Jerry Weirwill, and it is my pleasure to be on this journey together with you to discover the powerful truths that God has revealed to those who desire to become wise and discerning. I really like simple proverbs that contain wisdom that is very easily applied to life and which I can relate to quickly on account of personal experience. One of these such proverbs is Proverbs 18.13, which says, The person who gives an answer before he listens, foolishness and disgrace belong to him. This proverb contains what is known as formal parallelism, which is distinct from synonymous, antithetic, and synthetic parallelism that we talked about in episode zero, Introduction to the Book of Proverbs. In formal parallelism, the two or more lines, they don't give similar meanings or contrast ideas or build upon each other or bring emphasis to something. Instead, the lines are simply connected together to express a single thought or statement. Thus, in verse 13, the first line describes a particular sort of behavior, while the second line then gives a characterization of or attributes a consequence to the person who would exhibit this behavior. Now, what sort of behavior are we talking about? Well, the first line of the proverb describes a person who gives an answer before he listens. There's nothing deep or mysterious about this description. Of course, plenty could be said about the original Hebrew or Israelite cultural background or the theological scope from the rest of the book of Proverbs, but the basic premise is readily understandable. The person being described as one who does things in a particular order. He answers first, then he listens. What requires a little more thought is interpreting what this description is meant to represent. To listen means more than to just hear what is being said. It entails the extended meaning of to listen closely to, or to pay careful attention to what is said. Therefore, someone who doesn't take the time to listen implies that they probably have little or no comprehension of the verbal communication that is transpiring. Someone who answers first and then listens is an individual who elevates the importance of their ideas and the need to tell others about them. Such behavior points to self-absorption and arrogance. Furthermore, giving an answer before listening doesn't mean that the person just talks first before others have a chance to say anything. Instead, it indicates that the person interrupts others before they have a chance to finish speaking. Without allowing the other person to finish what they are saying, the individual butts into the conversation and begins to spout off his own opinion on the matter. This rude and impulsive behavior reveals the individual's low regard for what the other person is saying. He is too enthralled by his own ideas and the need to have the attention of others that he does not give the respect warranted to the person who is currently speaking. And hence, the proverb goes on to say that foolishness and disgrace belong to him. The reason why answering before you listen is disgraceful is because intentionally interrupting someone for the sake of having others listen to your ideas reveals a significant degree of insolence and lack of humility. It is arrogance that prompts us to chime in before the time is ripe for us to speak, for it conveys a I-know-it-all attitude and you should listen to me. In the previous verse, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 12, it says, Before disaster, the heart of a person is puffed up, but humility goes before glory. Humility precedes a person attaining glory, but pride leads to disaster. And the person who answers before he listens is puffed up, and overconfident in his opinions. The only end that awaits him is disgrace 
and disaster. It is quite rude to answer a half-asked question, and the probability that our answer will fully satisfy the question is not likely, because we're completely guessing at the remainder of what was not said. It is a waste of time for others to listen to us give our opinion on a matter that we do not think thoroughly through or have fully investigated. The potential for all the stupid things that could come out of our mouths in those circumstances is infinite. This point is captured well by Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2, which says, A fool does not delight in understanding, but only in expressing his own mind. And the reason why answering before you listen is foolish is because if you interrupt someone prematurely in order to offer your answer, you likely will only have a partial understanding of what is going on since the other person was cut off and unable to finish what they were saying. And therefore, your answer might not actually be an answer at all to the issue at hand. And you will look like a fool by insisting on a certain idea only to then eventually find out that it provides no remedy to the real issue the person was trying to address. Another related proverb that provides additional perspective on this is Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28, which says, The heart of a righteous person considers how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The mouth of the wicked is another way of describing a fool, for wisdom doesn't proceed out of the mouth of a fool, only wickedness and evil. It is the righteous person who doesn't imprudently interrupt in order to give his answer, but rather ponders what is said in order to formulate the most appropriate and helpful answer, something meaningful and wise, insightful, that will be of benefit to the other person, and not aimed at showboating their own cleverness or intriguing propositions for the approval or admiration of others. What we all must grasp about the wisdom of Proverbs 18, verse 13, is that questions are often multifaceted, they require context, they're built upon assumptions or premises, and they have attitudes or emotions attached to them. Without understanding these components, our attempts at answering a question will probably have at least one of four detrimental outcomes, or possibly all of them. Our answer would be, first, superficial, because we will not address the entirety of the question, or at least not the deepest and most meaningful part. Our answer would be potentially off-topic, by having only a partial context means that we will likely miss the mark in what the question is actually about, and the important details that would have changed our answer had we listened first. Our answer would be presumptuous. We would be giving an answer based on our assumptions about what we think the question is asking, rather than the premises and assumptions of the questioner, which would lead us then to false deductions and result in us giving irrelevant or poor advice. And four, our answer would be insensitive. By not listening and taking into account how the person feels about the matter in question or their experiences surrounding it, our answers might strike a nerve or be offensive, causing more harm than good. If we had listened before answering, we might have realized that the question being asked is actually not the real question at all, but there is an underlying question that needs to be revealed and addressed first. The issue of answering prematurely and not thinking things through all the way is like the lesson of the story of the mice and counsel from Aesop's Fables. The story goes like this. The mice once called a meeting to decide on a plan to free themselves from their common enemy, the cat. They wished to find some way of knowing when she was coming, so they might have time to run away. Indeed, something had to be done, for they lived in such constant fear of her claws 
that they hardly dare stir from their dens by night or day. Many plans were discussed, but none of them was thought good enough. At last, a very young mouse got up and said, I have a plan that seems very simple, but I know it will be successful. You all will agree, he said, that our chief danger consists in the sly and treacherous manner which w- with which the enemy approaches us. Now, if we could receive some signal of her approach, we could easily escape from her. I venture, therefore, to propose that a small bell be procured and attached by a ribbon around the neck of the cat. When we hear the bell ringing, we will know immediately that our enemy is coming. All the mice were much surprised that they had not thought of such a plan before. But in the midst of the rejoicing over their good fortune, an old mouse arose and said, I will say that the plan of the young mouse is very good. But let me ask one question. Who will bell the cat? The mice looked at one another and nobody spoke. Then the old mouse said, It is easy to propose impossible remedies. I'm sure there are plenty of instances in all of our lives that we can recall times when we didn't think things through all the way before we suggested them. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that we were being foolish at those times, but it does mean that there was more effort that could have been given in considering what was involved or how it would affect other people or circumstances. As human beings, I think we tend to suggest things in the moment that appear to sound good because we are eager to discover a solution. But often, upon further consideration, our initial ideas can be riddled with flaws or further complications because we just don't see everything that's involved all at once. Thus, it would be problematic if we always chose to act based upon the first answer that seemed to make sense to us. In the same way that it is important to think things through before making a decision, it is just as important to have the full story before coming up with an answer. David Roper, in his book, Teach Us to Number Our Days, offers some advice for how to determine if we are truly listening, or if we just think we are listening. Put yourself in his shoes as he describes these life lessons with us about listening. He writes, When I'm thinking about an answer, While the other is still talking, I'm not listening. When I give unsolicited advice, I'm not listening. When I suggest they shouldn't feel the way they do, I'm not listening. When I apply a quick fix to their problems, I'm not listening. When I fail to acknowledge their feelings, I'm not listening. When I fidget, glance at my watch, and appear to be rushed, I'm not listening. When I fail to maintain eye contact, I'm not listening. When I don't ask follow-up questions, I'm not listening. When I top their story with a bigger, better story of my own, I'm not listening. When they share a difficult experience and I counter with one of my own, I'm not listening. Listening requires us to be engaged and attentive, which seems to be one of the most difficult things for us as human beings. We might struggle with short attention spans, overcrowded schedules, or general disinterest in the problems of others because we have too many of our own. But there is something very deep and meaningful about becoming adept at the art of listening. I think the Dutch Christian writer and professor Henry Nouwen said it best when he wrote, To listen is very hard, because it asks of us so much interior stability that we no longer need to prove ourselves by speeches, arguments, statements, or declarations. True listeners no longer have an inner need to make their presence known. 
They're free to receive, to welcome, to accept. Listening is much more than allowing another to talk while waiting for a chance to respond. Listening is paying full attention to others and welcoming them into our very beings. The beauty of listening is that those who are listened to start feeling accepted, start taking their words more seriously and discovering their own true selves. Listening is a form of spiritual hospitality by which you invite strangers to become friends, to get to know their inner selves more fully, and even to dare to be silent with you. If we can build effective listening habits into our lives, we would become more loving individuals and be able to demonstrate the patience and care for others that our Lord Jesus demonstrated in his life. And from the teachings of Jesus, we get this wisdom passed down by the Apostle James. In the letter of James, in chapter 1, verse 19, it says, Know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, every person is to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. As followers of Jesus Christ, and those who desire to live with godly wisdom, we must develop the habit of not answering or making decisions rashly. Rather, we are always to listen first and listen fully so that we can respond appropriately and effectively. Many heartaches and mistakes in life can be avoided if we will but take a step back for a moment before opening our mouths and offering our ideas. Let's be quick to listen and slow to speak in all that we do. Listen first, then answer. Thanks so much for listening to the Truth or Tradition podcast. We hope you're enjoying this new series on the words of wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And for more biblical resources, you can visit our website, truthortradition.com. And there you can subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of the future resources that we post. 